Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, my name's Martin, and I'm the guy who makes these stories. Now, this is actually another re-recording of the third episode I've ever done on the series, titled The Dino Planet. Now, it's pretty foundational, and the original audio quality was pretty bad. So we're going to go ahead tonight and re-record it instead of making a new episode. So if you recall back to the last episode, which was episode number two, The Lava Planet, you were on a huge adventure with your new spaceship, traveling very far to see some sort of special planet that Spaceship wanted to show you. Once again, just sit back in your bed, get as comfy as you can, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up once again on your spaceship. You get up and stretch, and you head out into the main area of the ship. When you get there, you can see the stars flying by very quickly outside the window. You're traveling at super hyperdrive, and it makes everything just look like a streak in the distance. Are we almost at the new planet? You ask Spaceship. We are approaching now, Spaceship answers. What kind of planet is it anyways, you ask? This is a planet where dinosaurs still exist, explains the ship. A planet where dinosaurs exist? But I thought dinosaurs were extinct. They did go extinct on your planet. But in an infinite universe, there are infinite possibilities, including a chance that there is a planet full of dinosaurs explains the spaceship. Well, on your planet, an asteroid destroyed all of the dinosaurs. On this planet, no such event happened, explains the ship. So there's really dinosaurs here? Can we go down and see them, you ask? Yes, says spaceship. We can go see them soon. I was thinking we could train them, says the spaceship. What? Train them? What do you mean train them, you ask? Wouldn't they eat us or something like that? Yes, says spaceship. That is a distinct possibility. However, I have designed a new collar that can control anything it is put on, including dinosaurs. A collar, you ask? Yes, says Spaceship. Here, a hand pops out of the console at the front of the ship, holding a collar. With this, you should be able to control anything you put it around, explains the ship. If you can get it around the neck of a dinosaur, it should listen to your commands. Really? You say? All I have to do is put this around the neck of a dinosaur and it'll do anything I want it to? Yes, says Spaceship. It should, anyways. I have not tested this yet. You haven't tested it yet? We're going to use an untested device on a very dangerous dinosaur and just hope it doesn't eat us? Yes, says Spaceship. That is exactly the plan. Okay, I'm in if you are, you say. Sounds good, says the spaceship. Can we take a closer look and see what kind of dinosaurs there are, you ask? Yes, says the spaceship. The spaceship flies down towards the planet. As you get closer, you can start to see dinosaurs in the distance running on the planet, eating trees and bushes. Whoa, you say. What kind of dinosaur would you like to control first? Asks Spaceship. Uh, Whoa, look over there. 
Do you think it could control a pterodactyl? Yes, says the ship. You fly the ship as close as you can to the pterodactyls. Ship, take over. Understood. The ship begins flying as close as it can to the pterodactyls. Ship, activate the collar cannon. Activating collar cannon, says the ship. On the view screen, a little X that marks the center of the screen appears, and a joystick pops out of the front console. Use the joystick to control the X on the screen. When it is lined up with a dinosaur, hit the button to fire, the spaceship explains. Okay. As the ship flies as close as it can to the pterodactyls, you grab the joystick. You carefully aim it the best you can. You point it right at one of the pterodactyls and you press the button on the top. You suddenly see a collar shoot out of the ship and attach to the pterodactyl. It falls for a second before gaining consciousness again and flying back up. You land the spaceship down on the surface, and spaceship uses the collar to call the pterodactyl to you. It flies down and lands beside the ship. To make sure you're protected, you press the button on your watch, which, if you remember, causes a spacesuit to fold out around your whole body covering you in a protective armor. Feeling pretty confident that you can't really get hurt with the armor on, you put your hand out and walk towards the pterodactyl. It allows you to come right up to it and scratch it on the side of the head. Then it bends its neck down and you climb on top of it. Let's go, you say and the pterodactyl begins flapping its wings, flying higher and higher up into the air. You fly higher and higher, up above the clouds. You feel free and excited all at the same time. You fly above the green grass and the trees below. You pass many dinosaurs, just doing their dinosaur thing. You pass rivers and lakes, mountains, and tons and tons of trees. The dinosaur planet is full of trees. Until you hear a terrible noise. It sounds like dinosaurs might be fighting or something. What's that, you wonder? We have to go figure it out. Let's go, you say to the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl dives down towards the surface as fast as it can. You know that if your mask weren't on, it would hurt your face to go this quickly. But luckily the face shield protects you. When you get down towards the surface, you see what looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex attacking a herd of three horns or triceratops. Hey, that's not very nice, you say. Spaceship, we need to stop this thing. Spaceship suddenly appears beside you. We should not stop it. Some dinosaurs eat other dinosaurs. It is a natural part of life. I know it's a natural part of life, but I don't want it to happen near me. Okay, says Spaceship. If you wish to stop it, I suggest using another control collar, says the ship. Another control collar? That's brilliant, Spaceship. Should I get back inside the ship to use it? No need, says the ship. I made a portable cannon here. An arm comes out of the Spaceship and hands you a huge cannon-looking thing. Perfect, you say. 
You kick the pterodactyl a few times gently on the side like it's a horse, and it flies back up into the air. You circle around closer to the Tyrannosaurus. You get it in your sights, and you fire the cannon. The collar shoots out, hitting the Tyrannosaurus directly in the head. Unfortunately, it bounces right off and just makes the Tyrannosaurus angry. It roars with anger. The roar startles you just a little bit and you lose balance on the pterodactyl and you fall off. Luckily, the systems in your spacesuit kick in, causing a huge airbag to deploy underneath you. You crash down on a soft surface and then slowly sink all the way to the ground as it deflates. When you look up, you see the Tyrannosaurus running directly at you. Its mouth is wide open. Uh, what do I do, you think? I think there's only one option, you say to yourself. When the Tyrannosaurus runs up to you, you jump directly into its mouth, inside past the teeth as it clamps down on you. Standing inside its mouth, you try really hard to push its jaws apart using your arms and legs, but you're just not strong enough. Uh, spaceship, I think I need a little help here, you say. Understood, says spaceship, appearing right beside you. What? I asked you for help. I didn't tell you to shrink down and come inside the mouth of the Tyrannosaurus. I'm here to help. I have a tickle ray. I plan on shooting it at the inside of the Tyrannosaurus. Oh, well that might actually work. Do that, you say. The spaceship shoots a little laser at the top of the Tyrannosaurus's mouth. The Tyrannosaurus gets agitated and starts shaking its head back and forth trying to figure out what's making it tickle so strangely. It spits you and spaceship out and you fly across the field onto the ground. Luckily, your spacesuit protects you. Not so luckily, you're covered in some gloopy, gloppy gook or slobber of some kind. Ugh, you say. Spaceship, we have to do something else. It's coming right for us again. Like what? asks the ship. I don't know. Can you, like, transform into something that will help us? Yes, says the ship. Then do it, you say. What would you like me to transform into, asks the ship. I don't know, like a bigger Tyrannosaurus or something like that? Can you do that? Yes, transforming now. The ship begins to glow. It grows and grows and changes shape until it's a gigantic mechanical Tyrannosaurus robot thing. Would you like to control the robot? Asks the spaceship. Uh, yes. Yes, I would, you say. The Tyrannosaurus bends down to the ground. A little hatch on the side of its stomach pops open and you run inside. When you run into the main area of the ship, a little helmet pops down. You put the helmet on and you close your eyes, knowing that when you open them, you'll be in full control of the Tyrannosaurus robot. When you open your eyes, you see through the eyes of the Tyrannosaurus robot. You feel the huge mechanical legs of the robot as well, and you test them out by stomping them on the ground. And you feel something else too, a huge tail. It's a sense you've never had before, but you find it very easy to move around. Your jaws feel huge and powerful, but your arms, well, they feel tiny and completely useless, but uh, that's kind of beside the point. You see the other Tyrannosaurus, the real one, running directly at you but you know just what to do. Just before it gets to you, you jump to the side 
and swing your tail around, hitting the Tyrannosaurus right in the head and knocking him over on his side. He gets up and roars, even angrier, and he jumps right on top of you, pushing you to the ground. He begins chomping towards you, trying to get you, but you have an idea. Just by thinking about it, a little hand pops out the neck of the mechanical Tyrannosaurus, holding a feather. You use the feather to tickle the Tyrannosaurus on the chin. Once again, he seems agitated. While he's distracted, you kick him off and throw him to the ground. Then you jump on top of him. You open your mouth and you say, Now, spaceship, shoot the collar. A collar shoots right out of the mechanical T-Rex's mouth and clasps around the neck of the Tyrannosaurus. The Tyrannosaurus moves around for a minute and then becomes completely calm. You climb off of it with the big mechanical Tyrannosaurus and then you close your eyes and you pull the helmet off of your head. Once again, you're standing in the center of the spaceship, which is, of course, currently in the form of a mechanical Tyrannosaurus. The ship shrinks back down to its normal size and lands on the ground. A hatch at the back opens and you walk outside. There, you walk up to the real Tyrannosaurus and hold your hand out once again. It moves its head towards your hand and lets you pet it on the cheek. And once again, it bends down and lets you climb on its back. Spaceship shrinks down and flies into your pocket, and you ride the real Tyrannosaurus around the dinosaur planet. It feels a lot like riding a horse, only the bumps are further apart. You notice that wherever you go, the other dinosaurs run away from you. You tour around the area for a while, seeing what there is to see on the dinosaur planet before Spaceship says, We should get going. The robot we created to pretend to be you is only programmed to last five days. What? Why would you only make it last five days? I don't know, says the spaceship. Either way, in five days it will turn to goo. <sighs> okay, fine, you say. But can we come back soon? Yes, says the spaceship. I recommend putting a portal on this world. Then we can come back anytime we want. What? Cool. Well, why didn't we just use a portal to get here, though? You cannot travel to a place where there is not a portal already, explains the ship. All right. Okay, we'll put a portal out and we can use that to get home. That is a great idea. However, there is a problem. Uh, what's the problem? I neglected to leave a portal at home. Uh, spaceship, sometimes you're really smart, but other times you're kind of, well, not so smart. But you love me, right? Says the ship. Yeah, I guess I do. Okay, put the portal here and we'll get going. The back of the spaceship opens up and little robots carry out a huge circular portal and place it on the ground. You climb back on the ship. The back hatch closes and you fly high up into the sky and out into space. Once you're far enough away from the planet, the ship jumps to super hyperdrive and all of the stars that you could see in the distance turn to streaks as you begin to travel incredibly quickly. You, on the other hand, are feeling pretty tired 
you head to the bedroom in the ship once again. You climb under the covers on your spaceship bed and put your head down on the pillow. Your eyes are feeling heavy, so you let them close. You notice anywhere you're holding tension and you slowly let it go, letting go of any tension in your arms and your legs your stomach and your chest and last your head and your face you just notice how comfy the bed is and you allow yourself to gently drift off to sleep good night everyone